0: what does your ideal day look like? What does your ideal work day look like? How about your work day while you're abroad? I'm sure it's every remote worker's dream to work wherever and whenever they want, but sometimes that's not an option. When I flew to Norwich, England in 2016 with my fiance, Andrew, it really taught me a lot about myself, my work routines, and what my ideal work day looks like. Since then, I've changed the way that I search for our vacation spots and the places that we're going to travel to next. I cannot wait to share these three tips that I use while searching for my next travel destination that will help you crush your remote work while still seeing the world kayla on the road the podcast is all about sharing stories about life on the road and at home as a digital nomad through stories tips and interviews i want to inspire you to create your own travel memories by taking the overwhelm out of planning join me every week for a beer and a laugh as i recount some of my favorite travel stories even the not so perfect ones all while chatting logistics about planning your next or first trip abroad Hey friends, welcome to Kayla on the Road, the podcast. This is episode 16. Yes, that's right, 16. If you have been a listener from the start, thank you for coming back. And if you're new here, welcome. I'm so happy that you showed up. This week is all about finding your ideal schedule for working on the road and learning how to balance tourism with responsibilities. (laughs) Norwich really changed the way that I plan my travel and my vacations. As a business owner, I take my work on the road with me every single time I leave the house. It doesn't matter if it's one day or if it's a month. No matter what, my computer is with me and I'm doing work at all hours of the day. This is something that I really began to see clearly when we were in Norwich, and it also taught me what I look for in an ideal place when trying to figure out where we want to travel next. It also made me realize what my priorities are when it comes to working and traveling. So grab a beer, hit that subscribe button, and get ready to travel because I guarantee that after this podcast, you are going to have a new outlook on how you balance work and travel and how you figure out where you're traveling to next. So today I have a beer from... Boxing Rock Brewing Company in Nova Scotia. Um, it is the Indigo blueberry sour. Sours are my favorite style of beer. I just love I love the fruitiness of them, but I also love the yeasty carbonation. I don't know. It's so hard to explain. I but I've always loved like the sweet and sour combo. I was a huge fan of sour candies all my life. So obviously it's natural that I am drawn to sour beer. So I just wanted to share the, the story that they have on the can because I thought it was really funny. Our beer is legendary. According to local folklore, Boxing Rock is where bickering seamen were left by their captain to sort out their differences. The choice, box until only one could return to the ship or shake hands and share a beer. I would be the shake hands and share a beer kind of person, but I guess that depends on the person. So usually this is where I would crack my beer with you, but... I have already cracked this beer because I found out halfway through recording this podcast that my mic wasn't working. So this is attempt number 2. So I'm going to put a sound of me opening the beer, ready? And cheers. <laughs> I really like this one. It it's weird it almost has like um it almost tastes like wine in a way, the way that it's fermented but it's nice and sour. It smells a lot like blueberry, but I don't get as much of the flavor of the blueberry as I was hoping, but it is a really nice sour and I would definitely get it again. All right. So as I said, this is something that I take into consideration every single time I travel. It's also really important for me to point out that this is not for everyone. If you are someone who has a job at a retail location, if you have to go into an office and meet with clients on the daily, if you are someone who works in emergency services and things like that, obviously you cannot take your work on the road. And I'm sorry, that's just, that's just the situation. I know plenty of people out there who are remote job coaches, and if you are ever looking for some information on how to get a remote job or things like that, I can definitely point you in the right directions. So the first thing that I need you to do before you start planning any of your trip is to think about your time. Because timing is everything. When do you need to be at work? Are you the type of person that needs to be in the office from 9 to 5? Do you need to have internet connection? Do you need to be attached to your phone? Andrew is one of those people. He's supposed to be available for meetings between the hours of nine and five on the normal, on a normal basis. Whereas I'm the type of person that can actually work at any time of day. I don't have regular client meetings. I don't have regular appointments or scheduled things like that. And technically, if you send me a message to my business page in the middle of the night, I'll get back to it whenever I see it. So it really depends on what your workday kind of looks like already. Do you have set hours or days of the week that you work that would affect how and where you travel? If you are traveling somewhere like Southeast Asia, where some of the flights are up to 12 hours, is it going to be a detriment to your work if you are away from your computer for 12 hours? Or do you get weekends off? Do you get evenings off? Are you able to take a red-eye flight to get there? Another important thing to take into consideration is how long do you need to get things done? Can you split up your work throughout the day? Or do you need to get everything done and have a deliverable for your boss or your supervisor by the time the workday finishes? The reason why all of this is important is because I want you to take into consideration how important time zones are. So right now in New Brunswick, I'm on Atlantic Daylight Time. And that means that if I have clients in Toronto who are on Eastern time, I am one hour ahead of them. Because most of my clients are either in the Atlantic time zone or the Eastern time zone, those are the really important times that I have to pay attention to if I'm going to be taking client calls and things like that. No one wants to go on a trip only to have to take client calls from midnight until 4 a.m. because that's when the working hours are on the other side of the world where your job is. What I would do before I even touch the computer to figure out where I can go is write down your ideal working times and your ideal time zones. So for me, I do not like mornings. I am a, a late, late night person So sometimes you'll find me working from 8 p.m. until 12 a.m., but you will never find me at my desk before 10 o'clock. So for that reason, Norwich was the perfect time zone for me. Not only was it five hours ahead of the rest of my clients, but I was able to wake up, take my time, go for breakfast, go for a walk, see some of the tourist destinations before I got hungry enough that I needed to go back to the hotel for lunch. And by that time, my clients were waking up and asking me to do things. It was great. At that point, I was able to focus on my job because I had already gotten all of my excited tourism things out of myself for the day. I could sit, focus, hit the books hard for five hours until Andrew came home from work. We'd have a quick supper. And then because he was on site with a client, he actually had more work than if he was home here in the office. So we ended up just working our evenings together. If that wasn't the case, then we would do things like go to the gym and things like that. But for the most part, we were working our evenings together and it worked out fabulously. The second thing that is really important for you to take into consideration before you start planning is balance, 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 balance. What do you want to see while you're away? Are you traveling just for the sake of traveling or are you traveling because you actually want to experience a new place? Are you interested in seeing a certain monument or landmark? If so, it's really important to consider the times that you will be working and the times that things will be open around you. So for example, if you know that you have a lot of your client work on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and so you want to save Monday to do your tourist things, is the place that you're going open on Mondays? I know that seems like a funny question, but there are some places in the world where Um, restaurants and tourism destinations and things like that take Monday as a day off as well as Sunday. So it's something to think about beforehand. Or are you an evening worker? You only want to work during the evening or you only have work in the evening, so you have all day. Or is it the opposite? You want to explore in the evenings, but you have to work all day and maybe things aren't open in the evenings. So it's always important to kind of figure out what you want to see and work that into your schedule. The number one thing is in order for you to maintain this lifestyle, you need to get your work done. So that should be your number one priority no matter what. Sometimes what I like to do is actually fit a couple days of work into one day. So if I know that I want to take one full day to explore a city from top to bottom, I will crush all of my work in one day. So I'll get up and start working at 10 and work all the way until about midnight so that I can work two days in one day. So another thing that's important with balance is being flexible, being able to switch your schedule around if you need to, or moving some of those client calls around uh, so that you can better explore and see the area. That's all great things. But like I said, work is your number one priority and the work that you're doing is what is allowing you to travel. So do not take that for granted because there are probably plenty of other people who wish that they were in your situation. Another really important thing to remember with balance is that If you are in a couple like myself and Andrew, you are not alone on these trips. Have a conversation with your partner before you even get there about your expectations so that there are no surprises when it comes to what they want to see, when they want to be busy, and when they're going to have to be at work. In our case, I knew when we went to Norwich that Andrew was going to be in the office Monday to Friday from 8 until 4 or from 9 until 5. Therefore, anything that he really wanted to do I saved for those evenings when he was available. So that meant on the evenings where we were planning things, I put more work in during the day or I would overload some of my other days so that those evenings would be free. Like I said, it's all about balancing, discussing and having an open conversation with that person because you don't want your partner to regret you for doing things that they wanted to do with you just because you had the time and they didn't. The last thing that I think is really important before you start looking at where you want to go is figuring out whether or not you want to be in a central hub. So if there's somewhere specific that you need to go, so in this case, when Andrew and I went to Norwich, we needed to go to Norwich because that's where Andrew's client site was, but it was close enough that on the weekends, we could actually take a train into the city of London and explore London. If you aren't required to go to a specific location, like an office building, is being able to get around important to you? If so, it's really great to find something like a central hub. For example, London is a great place to go. Not only is there a lot of different boroughs that you can explore during the day, but it's also close to a bunch of other little hamlets all around that you can hop on a train to and visit on the weekends. So if that's something that you're interested in, definitely look for something central instead of something maybe out of the way a bit. Norwich was kind of one of those places where Uh, It was a little bit of both. So it was a long car ride to get out there. I still remember the car ride. It was a beautiful car ride. Scenery was great, but it was a little longer. It also meant that because it was a little longer, Norwich was really the only place that I could explore during the day, especially because I didn't have access to a car. That meant all of our exploring had to be done on the weekends. So the weekends, we wanted to be able to get out of town and explore a little bit and explore more. Is it possible for you to take longer weekends? Maybe. If you can squeeze your work into the rest of the week, taking a Monday or a Friday will allow you to see even more and take advantage of your weekends a little bit more. Another thing that is really important, and this is kind of like a bonus because sometimes I don't even take this into consideration, but remember what you're going to need for your internet connection. If you're someone who needs an internet connection to take client calls. Make sure that wherever you're going has a really good upload and download speed for those conference calls. For me, I do a lot of video uploads and video downloads. So when I go to upload a video, I really want a really fast upload speed so that I'm not spending all day sitting in front of the computer. I've spent way too much of my life in front of the computer, just waiting for that little progress bar to go up and up and up. Whereas if you plan ahead and you find somewhere with good internet, you can spend more time exploring and less time sitting and watching that little progress bar go. So to summarize what we went over today, remember your timing, your balance, and your centrality. If you've got those three things, plan away, my friends. Thank you so much for joining me today on Kayla on the Road, the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so that you can get all of my new content delivered right to your favorite podcast listening device. Um, If you haven't checked it out yet, I also have a visual version of this podcast on YouTube and IGTV. So definitely check that out if you would rather watch instead of listen. And yeah, that's it for this week. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. I hope that you're having a fabulous week so far. And if it's the weekend, I hope you're enjoying it. Happy planning, everyone. And I cannot wait to see you on the road soon.